And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Thank you, thank you. Well, at least this week they're happy to hear from us. They were very happy. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. It's the podcast that, you know, fuck it, it's a bad week. It's the award-winning podcast that hasn't won a goddamn thing. And you know what that is? Yeah. We're blaming it all on you guys because you don't vote, you don't leave five stars, you don't even send a Christmas card. No, not even. You know what? You know what? Somebody back east is wondering, looking, is wondering, how come he don't write? Exactly. Well, guess what? We're not writing because you ain't write to us. So welcome back to this. Oh, we're definitely not right. No, we're not. There's a whole, whole, whole lot of not, not right up here. Anybody want to hit the tagline while I'm here? I did say welcome to Dysfunction Junction. I said it. I said it hasn't won a goddamn thing. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, now that now that we're all on the same page, welcome back. Fuck My name is Chris Bird. Yeah. In the center of the screen this time is Paul Lind, but he is known by <laughs> Captain Captain Munchet, the Dick Muncher. Otherwise known as Chris Lynch. That is Chris yeah. Lynch. And, From the home yeah. office in Poopole, Colorado. Broke news on Saturday, late Saturday night. We're going to talk. Yep. We're going to jump right in yep. just a second. Broke it before the national fucking, the, before the big four hit it. Right. Because I'm, I'm that close. That's Big Herm, Michael <clears throat> P.S. Herman. Uh, you may as well just jump right in. Let's get to this. Uh yeah uh not uh yeah, not last night uh the night before uh, about night. about midnight um Saturday night um <clears throat> some guy with a long gun uh went into uh, a place up here in Colorado Springs it's about uh about a forty minute drive from here uh and uh, he went into a place called Club Q which is a known LGBTQ club. That was having um, supposedly a really awesome, highly rated. Uh, there was a drag show going on. Uh, he went in with a long gun. Not sure how the fuck he got in yet. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how he got in with a long gun. I mean, handgun. I can get it in there if they're not, you know, metal detectors. How the fuck do you walk in with a long gun? Um, but then proceeded to start shooting people. Um, uh, five people were 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 killed. Uh, we have 25, uh, the, the injury toll with various, uh, 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 bullet wounds are, is up to 25 and, uh, about three, they immediately called the police, uh, police, uh, Colorado Springs police did their job. They showed up in three fucking minutes. That's awesome. Um, and after it all went down and by the time somebody had called, uh, the police showed up in three minutes, and by the time they showed up there, the 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 crowd went nuts and subdued him. So this poor bastard went to a drag show, and then shot a bunch of people, and then got his ass kicked by the fans at a drag show. Like if you can it, look, look look if they look they don't take no shit apparently at the drag show. Do not no. fuck with my stage, boy. <laughs> you build your share impersonators different out there in Colorado. All they show for is, real. Even even the fags are hard out here, and I said it. <laughs> a linebacker in a dress is still a linebacker. That's right. 
And, and second, that's not the story you want to tell in jail. Hey, brother, how'd you get in? I shot a bunch of queers. How'd you get caught? The uh, queers beat my ass. The queers beat my ass and caught me. They didn't let me get out of the fucking place. They beat the shit out of me and held me there until the cops came. You it's are not my proudest fucking that young, moment. That young man is destined to become public yeah. enema number one. Public oh, enema yeah. number one. I was I like, dude, you went in there with a gun and then got your ass beat and subdued by the fans of the drag show. I'm betting there's not a straight motherfucker in the house that night. You if got your were, ass beat. If there were, they were security or bartenders. That's it. That's what I'm saying. They were staff. Yeah. <laughs> the owners of the club, and, and from what I heard today, the owners of the club were there within five minutes, so they only lost to the police by two. But they turned over all the tapes. They went right into their, you know, active shooter protocol. Gave all the stuff yep. to the police. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I gotta get. Everybody's give cooperated. To uh, EMS. Um, the 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 EMS and the emergency response uh, staff of fire and ambulance um, and police all responded amazingly well. There was no delay. There was no Texas bullshit. Um, the cops got on scene and went in fucking John Wayne style, only to find out that he had already been taken care of. But at no point did anybody like, I don't know, we got to fucking sit back and figure it out. Uh, no, the cops just went the fuck in and were ready to deal with what they had. Exactly. And I got, you, again, with all the reports coming in, and then we're going to talk a little about the uh, the backlash and how stupid the media is. I got to give credit to not only the the patrons of this club. Instead of, you know, everybody running for cover, a couple of them went right, from like, 9-11 and said, let's roll, let's get this motherfucker. Yeah. Right, 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 right. They were the same, the, the, the fans and the people attending this event at this show were... The Denver Broncos. They were the same, well, I wouldn't go that far this year, bro. How'd they do Sunday? Uh, shut, fuck off. Um, they were tired from the night before tackling a killer. Yeah, yeah, we lost in overtime. It wasn't pretty. I'm like, we're, it's not. I'm not happy. You know what? Your it's mantra bad. for today, before we get back to the story, is at least we're not the Vikings. Dude, they got bent over and fucked like a prison bitch. <laughs> like went to I went Minnesota, walked into the house, hugged the kids, raided the fridge, fucked the wife, took the sock drawer, and took, left. Took the sock drawer and left, bro. They were like, "This is." <laughs> they deboed that shit. They were like. This my sock drawer now, and, and they, they just left. $200. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but you just, I'm my condolences to the Vikings fans. Oh. Like, and yeah. of all people, you had to you had to let the Cowboys do it, like right. And not only win, they spanked. Right, like ass. not like you know, it's not like a field goal or even a touchdown. It was literally like, did, did are you? Got, Hi, Derek. Yeah, it was. What up, D? But literally, it was like, um. I, do you do you want us to let you score? What's going on? This just looks bad. Like this is like a whooping on that miniseries yeah. roots. Yeah, and it's what's even worse Levar about the situation now player. is that you've got fucking you've got all the Dallas fans now. They ooh, oh. they won one, and now they're just now now we've got to deal with that shit. Well, Dallas has been winning. Let's be honest, but not like this. 
Not like this. Like, you know, like they've been great. they've been doing that whole squeak and buy thing. Yeah, they, they whooped Minnesota like Minnesota owed the money. It was terrible. And the worst part about it is it's a nationally televised game. The whole nation at 4 o'clock on a CBS station gets this game. They yank the feed with six minutes to go in the third quarter. They're like, dude, let's go to Pittsburgh where there's real football. Yeah, they were like, on. fuck it. Um, they were like, right now we're going to go over to like, we're watching some high school curling. And uh, we're going to switch over to that right now. Uh, right now we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're we're going to you know Arizona. There's a Mexican named Francisco, and um, we're gonna watch him uh, paint the wall and watch yep. it dry. There, that there's, month. Some kid, there's some kids in Arkansas that are playing flag football in the backyard. Let's go to that game. Let's go to that yeah. game because it's gotta have more. Sh- I'm sure the shit talking um, alone is way better than whatever the fuck we're dealing with here. Right, and if, yeah, you, it, if you look it, at it was social horrible, media today, it was horrible. Be- before we get back to the story, if you look at social media today, you you would you would have th- thought, reading these things, that Dallas just won the Super Bowl for the first time in 26 years. Oh, my God. For yeah, real. Dude. It's Ridiculous. silly. I mean, a big win is a great thing to get, but... Remember that we're only eight nine games into the season. Some week nine, we're week nine, right? Weeks. Yeah, uh, we just crossed nine. Our bye week's not till my birthday, so yeah, yeah, we had ours last week, so and then we whatever, but yeah, then, I your, mean, then your opponents had one this week. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I went to the football game, the New England Football Patriots. My name is Russell Wilson. I'm gonna throw the ball, <laughs> uncross your eyes, Russell. <coughs> they are <Right>. uncrossed. <laughs> what was the game, Lynch? Tell us I'm, about it. Yeah, oh, that's right. You went to the fucking game. How was that, Mr. Bitching about it being cold? Nigga didn't wake up. Freezing. Yeah, nigga didn't wake up. Six fucking degrees. I walked out this morning. You saw, did you see the video? Like, Woo! Yeah. Motherfucker, goddamn. That's literally me every morning getting the paper. My fa- Look, before you go, to interrupt real quick... My father been telling me for a year and a half now how the winters aren't bad here. He moved here because it's not cold. It's not cold. It's not the same as New England. And it's not the same as New England winter, all right? But it's still November, motherfucker. And I woke up the other morning, and it was six fucking degrees. And I went to work and walked to the truck, to the establishment, and it's six fucking degrees. And I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Pop, I love you. You know that, right? You know it. I motherfucked that old man the whole way from the <laughs> truck to the car. Talking about, Pop, you motherfucking lied to my ass. I don't know what kind of bullshit you're trying to pull, but six degrees is not motherfucking warm. You lied, old man, and I will... Ha- you are That's your ass when I get up there. Maybe he was using the uh, centigrade. The centigrade. I was like, well, you, what, I'm like, what are you on? Like, the fucking... You've been looking at the wrong side all these years. What are, what are you fucking... <laughs> you, you take the temperature with Kelvin? What the fuck? Now I gotta look that up. How much is six degrees centigrade? Just to find out how much he was actually talking to you about. Like, I'm like, dude, it's six degrees. And Alexa's like, Alexa, what's the temperature? She's like, nigga, you don't want to know. I was like, I don't want to know, but I have to know. So six degrees Fahrenheit. No, six degrees Celsius is 42.8 degrees Fahrenheit. 
Maybe right. that's what he was talking about. Maybe, maybe my, maybe the old man after his stroke was doing shit in the Celsius. But I'm telling you, I woke up the other morning. It was six fucking degrees, and I went to start the truck, and it was like, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> it's four what, in the morning. Nigga, it's six degrees. We ain't doing this. <coughs> that fucking V8 was like, Mm-mm, that shit ain't happening. Make you better go. A cup of coffee, try again in a half For hour. real, you, you better go start that fucking minivan over there. We ain't doing it. Oh, let Lynch talk about the game now. Do it. Oh, talk about it. Sorry. <coughs> so, we got there about half an hour before the game. Uh, got to our nosebleed seats. We were in section 307. Well, no box and- seats this time. No, no, not for, we got a good deal of tickets. It's buy one, get one. So that's not bad. There you go. Free is for me. Yeah. Um, wasn't too bad at the beginning of the game, uh, that it, but that when that wind started whipping across field, we were, we were uh, behind the uh, Patriots uh, bench on that side of the field. And as soon as the wind started whipping across, it, we made it to halftime. Could you hock a loogie on them from up there? Or did you have no, to go for distance? <laughs> right? It was. I probably it would have been hail. I would have at least have hit one of the cheerleaders or the line judges. I'd have hit one of the cheerleaders. I'm sorry, we're talking about two different things. But uh, yeah, we we stuck it out till halftime. Then I went inside. I went to the pro shop, bought a little thing or two, and then we're watching the game in the pro shop. And right across the street is this really awesome pizza place called uh, Citizen Crust. <clears throat> She's like, "You want to get pizza? We can watch the game in the bar." I'm like, let's go. So we finished the game off there, had a good time with that. Uh, sat around for about two hours waiting to get the fuck out uh, of Gillette. But uh, no, it was a great day. I mean, I, I love going to see a game. And uh, I don't know if you guys watched that game, but the first quarter with the kick- kickoffs and the and the re-kicks and the re-kicks, I was like, what in the fuck is going on? And then the the – the call that was made on the field that the roughing the kicker dude jumped clear over him, clearly over him. And he, and he, he done fucked himself up when he, when he was moving around, he fell. That guy wasn't knocked down, but well, anyway, it's still, it's still the Patriots. They, they're still going to give them a break. Cause they still think Brady's there. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, that a good day. It was a good day. It was a good Sunday to spend with the wife, uh, get the hell out of the house and away from the menagerie for, an afternoon. Evening. Very nice. But uh, yeah, that was good. I, I just love going to fly football. And New England, New England fans are just fucking incredible. I mean, just just the energy you get from the from the crowd. I'll buy it's it. Like and the and a Boston game. It's a, I think it's all New England sports like that. Yeah, I, I'm and not gonna even, lie. Even to the New York Giants and the Jets, all the way across up to to all the Boston teams, New England. It's just that vibe. It's the for the bullies. You get the Broad Street bullies for hockey. I mean, that's just how we are. We're New England. We don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Yeah, that that's kind of the whole th- reason I, I, I gotta be honest. I'm gonna I'm an hour and forty minutes away, which is about the same ride you take to, to Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm about an hour and forty minutes away from for the first time in my life, and and Mr. Burns will attest to this, I've been a Broncos fan since birth. Uh, even the even even the the Super Bowls where they got the the one against Kansas City, it was bad, but we took a beating. So, uh, for me to be this close 
to be able to go to a home game and to go to Mile High Stadium for the first time in my life and watch yeah. my team play at Mile High Stadium and to be able to go through the fucking pro shop with shit that's there that you that you can only get in stadium. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna yeah, like I'm gonna touch myself all the way up there. I the same the- issue going on when I go to Florida in the next couple weeks. Atlanta, <clears throat> Atlanta Hartsfield Jackson Airport has an Atlanta Falcons pro shop. I haven't been to a game since 1861 at the stadium, and I can't wait to go because I'm either gonna lose a paycheck or I just want to touch everything. Yeah, but, I mean, I Herm's right. He was. I had a sweatshirt a- that was that that my parents sent me that they drove up there. When they first moved here, and they it, it was a pro shop only sweatshirt. Jen made the mistake of drying it on high after I won it, wore it one time. <laughs> Baby holder. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> so um, it we're talking about in, in New in New England. It might as well have been a one off sweatshirt, mm-hmm. right? Nobody in there could even, you can't order it. You can't find it. You can't even find a picture online. You have to be in the fucking pro shop at the stadium. And yeah, she washed it once. So she, she made up for it. I'm not going to lie. She, she bought me a bunch of shit and bought me some a nice sweatshirt, but yeah, like I had this really cool shit. So the ability to go to that, that stadium and be able to pick up shit that nobody in the planet is going to be able to wear. Cause not everybody around here goes up to the games. They buy all their shit the same way you and I do back home in yeah. most of the stores and shit. So nobody orders the NFL shit because we live that close. Yep. It's everywhere. I mean, Walmart has a Walmart has a Broncos section in this town bigger than like the men's clothes section back oh, home. Sure. When, I went to Char- when I went to Charlotte, that's how it was with the uh with the Panthers. You like there's literally like the, there's half of them there's literally a complete section that's a giant chunk of the store that's just Denver gear. And Jen was we were in there the other day and she's like, "Holy shit, this is a real thing." I'm like, "Yeah. This shit will all be gone and it in, in 2 weeks it'll all be new shit." Yeah. <clears throat> well, speaking of Denver, Colorado Springs, the uh the greater Herman area out there, um get back to the story have you heard some of the news reports and some of the ways they're trying to spin this story uh i haven't heard uh i i gotta be honest uh the news outlets here locally are not really um super spinny um they're treating it with respect and they are covering they're they're walter cronkiting it and well it's it's home turf so it is home turf, they're, so they have to tread extremely lightly, yes. and they cannot be dicks about it because they'll get slaughtered. I mean, the station that's in Colorado Springs, uh, Channel 5, NBC, KOA, which is where I got my information when I broke it uh, yesterday morning, um, <clears throat> is also an affiliate here in Pueblo. Like, they have a, there's a secondary uh, uh, a studio and here in, in town, so... Um, we're really close by Colorado standards being only 40 minutes away. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know what I mean? Like it's literally like Colorado Springs is like the difference for like back home. It's like going to Waterford. Right. You know what I mean? The distance is twice as long, but it's, it's that because, but the state is five times as big as Connecticut. So 
40 minutes is not a huge travel. Um, but yeah, so everything is coming to us directly and it's really, it's kind of very similar to the way it was when we were home with the Sandy Hook thing. We got information and we knew things in Connecticut five to six hours before national had checked it and broke it so it's very similar the same here i'm getting information uh yesterday i was i had information three hours or so uh before i hadn't i didn't say anything to you guys before i knew the whole story but they were talking about it three to four hours before uh willie geist broke it on the nbc national news and nbc broke it first for national so um yeah it's uh the 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 guy just went in and did his thing but the news has been very um uh very right in the middle um just covering more along the lines of who did what and first responders and interviews with people that were there but not really i don't i'm not seeing a whole shitload of um political agenda in the news here it shouldn't be that so i haven't really watched the national news i've only watched the local and i haven't honestly i haven't really been in front of the tv oh for me it wasn't the tv because i think it was this morning when i had i was gonna say i was gonna say you, you had to have notifications popping on shit up on google or something like that you know everybody's got that shit yeah and you get these idiots like don lemon who are out there saying it's you know the ultra right mega hat wearing and then you have the pro-republican you know news outlets saying this guy was a muslim extremist and a you know avid lgbtq hater look this guy first of all it is a hate crime I know it's fancy. Well, I, 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 I broke that, that today. I, right. I, I broke that today uh, with, with you guys. Uh, I watched the uh, I watched the interview locally and the press conference locally about that. And uh, they will be charged with hate crimes. And those are federal offenses. Uh, the guy that's in, he will be charged with murder as well as hate crimes. So, well, the difference uh, but they haven't, is- they, they haven't gone into the, into all of that um nobody wants to play that play that card here it's local and it's real uh so every you know uh wherever you know detroit pick pick another town 500 miles away to them it's something completely different than what's the way it's happening here and nobody wants to treat it with that nobody wants to taint it with that bullshit we just want to know what's going on I'm going to commend the news folks in Colorado for treating it with the respect it deserves, you know, depending on which national news, you know, website, and that's where I got it was websites reading this, either they're uh, MAGA hat wearing crazy or they're an extreme Muslim (coughs) refugee, non-documented citizen, yada, yada. It's like, why don't you let these folks have their moment to grieve? They've got the guy. He's going to talk. He's a young guy. He's known to police. He threatened his mother last year with a homemade bomb. Right, right, right. There's, we, we, we've we, we've heard all of that, those facts and that background. Um, but there's no, there's been none of that. Um, we have again, no motive. Other it's than... the right, and that's the thing. Like we, all, all the news seems to want to know around here is uh, what the real story is as far as uh, why he did it. What was the reason? Uh, we still don't know that yet. Uh, we're still working on that. He will talk. 
Um, they've just been real forthcoming and on just just the facts, man. Well, let's and... be clear. Let's be clear. Nobody goes on a shooting rampage for no unless reason you're, unless you're mentally ill. That's yeah. the beginning. Yeah, and I mean, or, yeah, it, it, to whatever degree, uh, temporarily, um, uh, long term. You you know what I mean? Like there's right. there's there's a dozen different ways you can be wrong mentally with that situation uh temporarily the whole thing so they haven't made a lot of judgment here because we don't know everything yet here and but you know the I'm, mainstream media is going to jump all over and try to oh yeah you know, well i i fill the shit out of this i called that i called that yesterday morning i was like yo as soon as i saw the local press conference before it aired nationally because i'm sure everybody else saw it as a recording i watched it live um um the 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 u.s state's attorney was there um the state our colorado state's uh you uh, attorney general was there um yeah, the police chief and the fire chief and the director of the uh, American Medical Service, Ambulance Service. Uh, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. everybody was there and uh, they, they, I lost my train of thought. But, okay. but um, everybody was there and everybody was important. So the state's attorney, the U.S., they were talking about the FBI. So you knew right off the rip, at least we did here, uh, it was it was big. Um, when, a US, when the United States, when the U.S. state's attorney shows up, that's because he's looking to make a case. So if it's even remotely possible, uh, you, you know what I mean, With, fed, with uh, under federal law, he's... <laughs> he's going to go into it. So him being here, just the fact that he was here that fast for that press conference yeah. already told us that there was going to be, like I said, yo, U S state's attorneys here, attorney generals here, fucking States, this, that, and the other thing is here. Um, this is going to go, this is big. This is yeah. going to go real fucking big. <laughs> it's not going to go away uh, quietly. Uh, and then, an, yeah. and then an hour later it broke national. Uh, yeah, um, I like I said, I have not, I haven't really had the opportunity to read the news in like a day and a half, and a lot of only things like like I wouldn't have known about this un unless you hadn't messaged me. I wasn't right, like you, you right, you'd have caught it. You'd have caught it three days phone. from now with an update yeah. on the, the yeah. killer. And I was like, "Wow, that's cool." Yeah, I thought well, it was kind. Of, I, I thought it was kind of cool that, given what the three of us and we do the show and all of a sudden there's shit going down in my state and i just thought it was kind of cool we broke some shit man i mean like yeah. we all knew what the fuck was going on before the rest of the country did yeah uh so i had a uh, so you saw it here you heard it here yeah oh this bunch of jokes are you gonna die i might Please don't die. And if you do, I need the key to the sock drawer. That's the cool thing. There's there's no key. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'll beat you. Uh, I don't know. There's just there's so much about every time there's a mass shooting, whether it's five people or 50 people, 
everybody wants to start pointing for <laughs> all the facts come in. Well, that's 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 the thing. We don't know everything here, so nobody's pointing shit. Right. Um, the people here are really judgmental, but they're also really kind of hold up. Hold on a minute. Um, it's really, it's really, it's the culture is different here. Um, it's very much so the Wild West in a lot of aspects. Um, the police don't bother you for a whole lot. lot. Uh, I watched a guy the other night riding down the sidewalk on, you remember the Coleman 200cc mini bikes that are, they're a lawnmower engine you start. Mm -hmm. No lights, no nothing, right? This guy's just driving this fucking thing around town because that's his mode of transportation. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. The cops don't. The cops were sitting there at the light as he drove by and didn't even fuck it. it. So there's a lot that gets that, He's happy. The cops are happy. That's right. He's not doing nothing. Nigga just that nigga just trying to get to work or get to the store to get some milk. He's trying to get to the loafing jug. Isn't everybody always perpetually gas, milk, bread? It's you just always at the loafing jug. And don't forget behind but, the counter. With but the that paper but, sack is the <laughs> no, they just have them out. They don't even out here. We don't even have them in a brown paper sack. Ooh. They just out. But yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of and a lot of things. A beaver hunt. It's very much so the Wild West. But then on 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 other things, they are. They know exactly how they feel, and damn it, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, but you know, it's, it's different out here and, but they, they apparently given, uh, the situation that happened in Springs, um, um, the first responder, uh, aspect and whatnot is, is on their shit. So uh, and that's good to hear. You've got a major city and they're, you know, they're there in three minutes. So, yeah, awesome. um, it's, it's kind of co good for the city for that. You know, they, they know what the fuck they're doing, which is nice. It's good to see that shit. Just goes to show the, the difference of you can train anybody to do something to a certain level. So that shows that these guys were trained way above and beyond those clowns down in Texas. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <clears throat> they got their shit together and they know what to do and every piece of every component's greased and ready to go. Right. They might, might run running. They might not be sticklers on what they'll bust people for, but when the shit goes down, when the, um, shit happens, when the shit goes down, they were ready. Yeah. Like, you know, Cypress Hill. Yeah, we were ready. When the shit goes down, you better be ready. So That's there it right. is. Recognize. So, yeah, um, for me, I don't take a lot of, you know, anything away from mainstream media. Everybody's got their agenda to pick. Uh, I've been sticking, Herm, as you know, with you on the news uh, throughout this whole thing. I'm going to tip my hat to not only the patrons that uh, <coughs> subdued this gentleman, to the cops that arrived in three minutes, to the owners right that were back. there in five. You go right ahead. Um, the community, that, that feel, that sense of community that this club had, 
to, okay, yeah, there's a large swath of people that are going to run for cover, and then there's the others, the real, <laughs> the real heroes that said, fuck this, we're going and we're going to subdue them by hook or by crook. We're going to put our lives in your way so you can get to safety. And yeah. I hope that if there you know, is a god of journalism, that those people get recognized nationwide by the news media for doing such a courageous thing. Yeah, uh, that kind of blew me away. And uh, I, 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 I want to say that I think we're big... <coughs> the entire society is kind of getting numb to this whole thing. So <clears throat> those people probably are like, what what do we have to lose? Really? Just fight. It's We're fight or flight. At... <clears throat> right. It's fight fight or flight. And they chose to fight. Mm-hmm. And good on them. Good on them, man. I oof, bravery. That's that's being brave. You know, Don't much you like... come in here and mess up my show. I'm trying to watch people. I hope Fuck Cinnamon them. beat his ass. Not only, not only the people that subdued him. I want the the first responding cops, much like with the uh, Dimebag Daryl shooting back in two thousand and four. They talked about the fans that tried to subdue this guy and unfortunately lost their lives. They were put on a pedestal, as was the officer whose name I'll never forget, James Niggemeyer. Put him on a pedestal. This is these are the people that stop that. No, that was his given name. Stop. It, I understand right? that. Niggemeyer. I was. I... Nigga Meyer. Nigga Meyer. Not that, you know what? N-I-G-G-E. It's completely, it's the white version. Her, oh, it's the it's the white nigga. All the right, extreme, I got it. The extreme white version. Nigga Meyer, Oscar Meyer. My baloney has a first name. It's N-I-G-G-E. And not another letter. <laughs> anyway. But no, I want these people have a parade i want the heroes you know fetting for these people because uh, how many lives did they save by doing what they did starting with the patrons that subdued the gunman mm-hmm. moving to the cops that were there in a hundred and eighty <coughs> seconds you know so many things could have gone terribly wrong for real less time guys. than it takes to microwave a monster burrito i mean that's what i'm literally saying. And these guys deserve all the praise and all the credit in the world. And once again, I'm going to, you know, any shooter that wants to go into a gay club, a linebacker in drag is still a linebacker. Still a linebacker. Yeah. And, you know. Fuck you up. That's right. Fold you like a fucking chair. I'm telling you, that dude's a popular dude in prison. I swear to God. I swear to God. He might have killed his kids out one by one. Tell him again. Tell him again what. Tell him again what happened when you when you did that. <laughs> Tell him what you did. Tell him Tell what happened you when you did what you did. Do what you do when you did what you did to me. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh, where's the 30 year button? Jermaine Jackson for the win. Amazing. That came up on my shuffle three, four days ago. I'm like, what don't do what you what do when you did what you what did, did to me. me. Oh, <laughs> love is that a don't a don't. It's the same line he's been singing for 30 years. Same line. I know the line, but I know the tune, but don't know the words. So what? I was crazy <laughs> for you. 
You was you crazy, crazy for me. <laughs> Stay, stick around. There'll be some. Uh, stick around. We literally. At the end. I think we need an after show. We have to get a Patreon. So people for real, it's the Patreon shit. for the after the after show karaoke bit. I gotta get. I gotta. I want to hear more on Lynch on this story. But Herm, I gotta tell you, get your ass on the Patreon for Small Town Murder. It is coming. It is seven days away. If Derek, if you are still watching. We're going to listen to it on Flannel Friday. It is the return of the prisoner dating game, All Violent Felon Edition. Oh, no! And, and oh, I'm, is, I got, I've got money to burn on that. Oh, shit. Anything over the $5 level will get you all the back catalog, including I, I have one winner. I have one thing to say. Yes. What'd she do? Exactly. <laughs> hey, Jordan's what did she house. do? What up, Jordan? <laughs> Oh my lord! So, <coughs> check that hey out. Boys. Hey boys, boys, that's, that's Jordan. I know. That's I gotta... the uh, producer extraordinaire Whoa. who looks like he's got cancer hair from the this, Speedway review. Is, is this the? Is that the the, the? the? Is the white? Is the white dude in the picture? The, the white dude in the picture. That's his All wife. Right. His beautiful wife. I think Taylor is her name. Oh, I mean, well, because Jordan could be a female's name too. So I, 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 I wanted to make sure I didn't assume did. anything. Yeah, she got a nice smile. She got pretty eyes. Good for you, my man. Good for you. And he's ugly as shit. So hey, yo, yo, that means you know what that means. You know what that means. That means that motherfucker is funny because the ugliest dude on the planet in a bar with a couple of drinks. If I tell the right jokes, those panties coming off. Dude, Emo (laughs) Phillips has a wife. That's all I'm gonna say. Dude, dude, all I'm saying is big dick, sense of humor. I scored with my wife. I married way over my weight class. Big dick, sense of humor. It's she, all that sits. Your wife, good your for wife you, Jordan. Drunk, good for two. Your wife was drunk, and I think you double roofied her because you're a double winner. Whatever. I'm not admitting shit. I just want to relax. I just want to take some pictures. Oh my god! <laughs> I give you fifty bucks. Hold up, baby. All I right. want to take so some pictures, we, but, and I got before, fries. Before we get to the back end of the show about the fantastic article that Herm sent us. What do you got to say to close this out on your thoughts on this shooting in Colorado? Who, me? No, Lynch. Captain oh. Lunch to Dickhead. or Dick Oh, lunch, or... L- lunch to Dick. Dick Munch. <coughs> Captain Dick Munch Lunch. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I think it is probably one of the more violent crimes that's happened on our own, own soil, and it was an act of terrorism. Uh, that I hope he hangs from a very tall tree by his nuts for <laughs> absolutely <laughs> wait do they have the death penalty in Colorado? oh it's going to be a federal case fbi's getting involved yeah. it's yeah. federal federal yeah, so federal they can case. book him so maybe he gets murder for colorado but the hate crime is going to be a federal charge yes yeah. so, he'll be swinging from something um, but he'll be swinging from something whether it's a noose or big bubba nasty nate whoever <laughs> doesn't matter he's he, i'm somebody's to, bitch for real yeah. <laughs> I am somebody's bitch. I am a big deal here. You should ask. <laughs> but that being said, um, from what Hermes told me and from you... what I have heard just in blurbs, um, the local news is doing a bang-up job keeping everyone informed only when they know what's actually going on. Right, That's a fantastic um, comment, Jordan. Thank you. Oh, thank you. No, Chris. I'm Chris. Oh, uh, I'm Chris, too, you know. Are you? Yeah. What is a Chris? Uh, Us. That's a that's an episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. 
but uh, no, um, I feel <clears throat> I have very, very, very strong empathy and sympathy for uh, the victims, uh, both deceased and wounded, and the rest of the people in there who had to go through that event. Not not something I ever would want to go through. Um, and that <coughs> you guys said it in the text thread. What? The comment Herm just put up that he wrote, A shit and the shit are two different things. Uh, I took A shit before the show. I am the yeah. shit. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I can show you one and you're looking at the other. That's uh, right. You're already looking at the other. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but uh, I my my heart goes out to out to Colorado Springs. It's a terrible, terrible thing, and it's a terrible, terrible thing. Um, and uh, we we'll just wait to the next one because it was a horrible be... thing. They, horrible job. We had to go in, make a lot of changes. Horrible thing. <laughs> I blame Melania. Horrible thing. Wow. Um, okay, Jordan, seeing the LGBTQ community being shot up breaks my heart because I have a <coughs> LGBTQ community. I'm, I'm pretty sure that everyone who either watches this show, works on this show, or has heard of this show, and I'm not picking on you, Jordan, believe me, has someone in that community in their lives, and you kind of you kind of get scared for them because – you know, there are clubs like that here in New London. There are clubs like that down the way in Providence. There's probably clubs I don't even know about that exist all over the state, the country, etc. If it, And they always say it with school shootings. Well, how could this happen here in my community? Well, if it can happen there, it can happen anywhere. The thing that has to be, in my opinion, has to be looked at is if you have someone who's mentally unstable, has a history of this stuff, somebody better be keeping an eye on this guy. They've let far too many people go who have lesser crimes that end up doing these shootings, like the guy in Vegas, like uh, the kid who shot up Newtown. They had priors, and they're not doing their job keeping them or rehabilitating them. It's like, oh, it's your first offense? Here you go. Walk away. You're a nice kid. Just do better next time. No, fuck you. Put him in jail. The, the whole Adam Lanza situation is... Again, that's a whole episode of discussion. Uh, but they, how he had access to, to anything. Herm, is, I can see it, your boogers. Oh yeah, how he had access to any. Ooh, ew, fucker. Any any weapons of any kind is just ridiculous. Uh, there you go, flavor saver. But it's like this, and I say it all the time when people go anti-gun. If you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. <laughs> well, care I'm not your laws. They'll find not, a way to get the weapon. Uh, right. As as a um, as a person who supports um, um, you know citizens being able to own firearms, um, I'm really I'm. Uh, this is going to sound fucked up, and I don't want anybody to fucking come down come down on me for it. Um, I'm really glad. His choice of weapon was a long gun. Interesting. Uh, uh, as somebody who supports the open carry, concealed carry of a handgun and the ability to defend yourself should the situation arise, um, and Colorado is that state. Uh, we have open mm -hmm. carry here. Uh, you can walk down the fucking street with the biggest forty-four on the planet strapped to your hip. 
and there's not nobody assumes you're a, 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 an illegal person or doing anything wrong until you do. Um, <clears throat> but his choice of a long gun <clears throat> was was good only for the fact that it does not allow the uh, the gun control lobbyists and the people on the left that want to just get rid of all of them. Nobody should have them. It that it it's not a point of contention they can use to further their political agenda. Yeah, and I agree. With, I agree with that. Uh, no, there isn't a state on the planet that that uh, uh, in the United States that is is anti long gun, and the fact that he used one does not promote a political agenda. Is is all I'm saying, and nobody can use it to make a political agenda happen. We have to we have to just give it for, take it for what it is. He could have gone in there with a semi-automatic uh, shotgun and a couple couple drums of ammunition. He's going to do just as much damage, if not more. Right? Look more at the collateral damage. kids. What they had on them. And they had a whole fucking day and an arsenal. They yeah. were walking. They were a walking. Uh, they were a death uh, machine walking in. Yeah. Yeah. They were assholes. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. All right, I'm going to throw the plug out here because Jordan's got his sideshow, Nothing But Talk, tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. They're going to be talking about the death of the Power Ranger actor, Jason David Frank. That, I read that. His, well, his, that's his, that, that, I figure that's what happens to, to you when you when you throw dudes, when you throw guys out their own car to beat the ass, <laughs> and you jump in and talk about, Did see the yellow ring. Dude, have you ever seen that bit about the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump the whole sword to beat your ass. Yeah. And there's a there's a video where a guy does a commentary and the Green Ranger comes in and um and comes in and whoops everybody's ass, throws them out the Zord or whatever the fuck it is. But uh there is a a, a farce video that I'm referring to. Uh it's really fucking funny if anybody hasn't seen it. Um I'll look it up. Yeah, talking about bitch and with a slap, and what kind of disrespectful combination is this? And uh, it's it's really kind of funny. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I wasn't big on the whole Power Ranger thing. The we were uh, too old for that at that point. Yeah, I mean, like I, I feel that Power Rangers are. Yeah, see, Jordan saw it. Jordan saw it. You know. This in case y'all motherfuckers look, for, look, because like he Jordan knows, like the guy comes in, he's like in the video pause, he's like, look, if you this is what the green light, and if if you black, you don't understand what I'm talking. About. If you're not black, you don't know what I'm talking about. But this is a green light. It's called about on sight. So watch this. And guy comes in, Yellow Ranger doesn't even know what's, know what's going on. Yellow Ranger comes in, boom, hands, Merry Christmas. It, the okay. video, if you find it, it's hilarious <laughs> as look shit. For it. Okay, so um, Jason David Frank was not the guy who killed the people on the boat. That was another Power Ranger, Skylar DeLeon, yep. who is now transitioning to be a woman and also sentenced to die in California by lethal injection. Ah, uh, bless Because its heart. of the murder. Ah, uh, bless its heart. Yeah, um, right. It. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I always felt Power Rangers. He was Rangers, a triple winner. Uh, tri Ooh, he was a he triple was, winner. He went up on a triple murder. Wow. All right, then. Special, special kind of asshole. Yeah, I always felt that Power Rangers were just guys who rode sport bikes 
who made sure that all of their the gear that they wore when they rode matched their sport bike. Like Lily, come on, that's that, <laughs> yeah, that's right. a Power Ranger. Come on, you've you've all seen them. You're driving oh, down I, the highway, I and the guys, guys on a the guys on a Kawasaki, and it's a great shade of green. But this asshole's in white, black, and green. And come on, man, you know he looked like a Power Ranger. It's just a Power know, Ranger on a motorcycle. I know a dude like that, but his bike was blue, black, and white, and he had the matching jacket and the helmet. Yeah, he looked like a. He did. He looked like a fucking Power Ranger. Yep, yep, yep. Either that or a really bad guy. independent. Yeah, because the rest of us wear like jeans and a leather jacket if we you wear know, anything like real at all. Bikers. You know, well, because I usually just wear a motherfucking t-shirt. Because if I go down, I go down. I'm trying to look you got pretty. Padding though, you're like you're set. Yo, up is that good. some kind of a fat joke? Yes, I think it was. All right, just checking, making sure. I know. All right, so I the... didn't... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I do. Like, I mean, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, look, yes, I am body shaming you. But, you know, it just me. all that really means is, it's okay, I'm good with that. I do it too. Uh, all that means is that because there's more of me, it just means I get to leave more on the cheese grater we call asphalt on the highway. That's, That's right. All and, and you know what else helps is that sweater you've got on your back. That's like... That'll stop the friction. You'll get less heat. I was rash. just gonna say it's like Teflon. It's like Teflon. Yeah. No road rash with that sweater you got on your back. Herb, you should put on a shirt. Herb, what? Jesus Christ, Herb! It's it's July. Why are you wearing a sweater? Dude, I'm not even wearing a shirt. That's just the velour. That's literally just the hair on my back, bro. The velour. Listen to you. <laughs> this nigga said velour. Velour. Fine Corinthian leather. Oh, he went the Ricardo Montalban route. Oh, Corinthian leather. Cordoba. The 19, oh, like I was just going there. 19, the 1979 Chrysler Cordoba. Cordoba. Corinthian leather. Rich. Corinthian leather. Rich. Wow. Corinthian leather. Planet of the Apes, Jordan? No, it's the Planet of the Herm. You should see him. Don't let him walk around without a shirt on. If you have children around, get them out of the room. We had a team. Yo, I got it lit up. We can do Don't it right do here. It. I'll just spin around. And just... Don't do it. It doesn't translate in the camera. No, I'm going to have to do it. That's it. Looks so like we, you we got chest hair? I got, no, see, it just looks like I'm dirty. Yeah. No, really, it's like a goddamn sweater. Swear to God. You Look, look. My wife calls me a, the, the, the silverback. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. I call you George the Animal Steel. Oh, no, no. I need, like, one of those. Uh, not a Not a razor. Not not a razor. I need to carry like what I need is like you know those like lawn mowers that are automatic that you just set out on the lawn. I need nope. I need like a body one. It just like like travels around my body and takes the oh. hair out. Nope, Herm. I'm gonna take you back about 10, 15 episodes, and you're gonna be singing that song in your head. Carry a razor down the back that I must shave. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Carry, carry a razor. <laughs> All the way down to my butt crack for down real. It's bad. <laughs> Carry a razor. Damn it, Herm, he says. Oh my God. All right. So it's it's kind of your show tonight because you sent us a fantastic article, and I would love to discuss it with the people. <coughs> yeah, uh, it was a it was a it was it wasn't a meme, it wasn't a TikTok video, it was an actual article written by somebody who took the time to put the article together. Um, and it was basically um, every, about how Generation X gets it and nobody else does. All right. And there's, 
there's a lot about our generation that makes us extremely unique to a bunch of other generations. Um, we have ex uh, our lifetimes have seen both sides of the coin, lasts and firsts. Very much so. We were lasts and firsts all over the place. We were the last generation to <clears throat> prepare school papers or whatnot on a and be allowed to prepare them on a typewriter. And we were also the first generation to prepare them on a computer. All right. We were the first generation to have real single mothers and it was a, there was a lot of them all right we were also one of the first generations to be introduced extremely early because of the divorce rate that marriage was kind of a social construct and not this everlasting thing per se per, per, per se um and that the one person forever is not necessarily good for any everybody and you know there is a such and and we realize that there is serial monogamy mm -hmm. um but we were also the first generation where both parents worked all the time full-time full-time jobs we came home to empty houses we came home to the you know where the key is hidden you use the key to get in the house you put the key back <clears throat> You go in the house, you lock the door, and you don't do anything till I come home. Yep, latchkey, latchkey kids. Now, All right, we were the absolutely. We we were the last generation to understand that, and to know that if the president was on, it ruined your night for television for the next hour to two. Because you only had four, three. Hours. I was going to say you had maybe six channels: PBS, a couple, and then maybe a local or two. Yeah. The three ma the three majors, the PBS and a local or two. Yep. And he was on everywhere. Yep. Uh, all of it. Now if you all right, we were also the first generation to experience two hundred channels. Mm -hmm. If you don't mind, in the time it took you to and I was listening, trust me. Go ahead. I read the entire article. I'll read it here. Yeah, go ahead. It's and it's not that bad. Are... Read the article. It's good. It's a great article. All right. Life moves pretty fast. Why Gen X got it before the rest of you. If you're thinking got what, you've already proved the point. This was written by Kara Post Kennedy. Look, we've all heard the jokes. We know how you like to talk about us. And now you're saying there might never be a Gen X president, as if Donald Trump some as if Donald Trump did some sort of credit to his generation with that role. Donald he Trump didn't. is not Gen X, right? I don't think well, no, he was talking he was he's a boomer. Right, but he's he's a, as a, as if to say Donald Trump did anything to make <laughs> boomers look good. Right. right, and that's the thing we don't care. Nope. You know this about us because we get it, and you likely don't. This applies to like ninety percent of the people we know under the age of thirty. Yeah, ninety to ninety-five percent all any day of the week. Right, with the exception of six people I know under thirty, this is it. We have been described as some sort of neglected middle child between boomers and millennials. Yep. Mm -hmm. We are not your mother's Jan Brady or our own, frankly. We were the first generation to experience a high value of, of moms that worked outside the home, divorced parents, and friends coming safely out of the closet. We were the last generation to have technology-free childhoods and to learn patience waiting for Saturday morning cartoons 
or our favorite song to come on the radio. We were the first generation to write papers on computers and the last generation to use typewriters. We were the last generation to know what time. Oh, we were the last generation to know a time when a missed call was, in fact, a missed call. Yep. And the first generation to play video games. We were the last generation who spent largely unsupervised childhood <laughs> on dangerous playground equipment. We were the that first generation. Yep. We were the first generation to grow up with the diversity of Sesame Street, the <clears throat> community from Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, and the brilliant bonkers of the electric company. Amen. We get it. Our unique positioning in history gave us a perspective that some of you are still struggling to understand. And this spans all generations, not just the one older than us. Because some of you who are younger than we are just don't get what it was like before we came along. And some of you who are older than us refuse to process the new information. So let me break this down for you. We did a lot of the heavy lifting, so you all didn't have to, and we are exhausted. Right. You know that statistic that people love to quote, even though it's no longer true? <laughs> one about 50% of marriages ending in divorce? Yeah, well, that was our parents. That was us. We mm -hmm. got that marriage, I don't agree that marriage is a social contract, but I like the sentence, so I'll read it. You, as you understand the sentiment, though. I don't, yeah. its wording could be different, but right. the sentiment is exactly the same. It's not this forever monument thing all the time. I like where the sentence is going. We got that marriage is <clears throat> a social construct and not a holy mandate way before the rest of you did. We had the first openly gay TV character appearing during our childhoods. Mm -hmm. Ditto for the first openly gay elected official. <coughs> AIDS was first detected as we were entering our adolescence and sexual Junior awakening high. years. Mm -hmm. We were the first generation to become sexually active with this specter over our heads. Roots was first aired during our childhoods, and we were allowed to watch it. Mm -hmm. We right. were the generation that grew in up school. Watching... Exactly. In we school, we watched that shit. That grew up watching the Jeffersons, What's Happening, Good Times, and Sanford and Son. My father we hated good times. We were the first kids who grew up in a country with civil rights laws. Yes. We were the first generation to grow up back when Roe versus Wade, okay, incorrect, but when Roe versus Wade was the law of the land. But I get the sentiment. Not that we took it for granted. We marched, and the author personally, in D.C. in 1989, when it was a time in one of the biggest, largest political rallies in U.S. history. Yep. We were the first generation that grew up knowing mom could bring home the bacon. We were the MTV generation. Our teenage years were flooded with inner images of androgyny and gender fluid icons like Bowie, Boy, Grace Jones, and Prince. We Amen. Were the first generation that saw men and women enrolled in college in equal numbers. We were the first generation to be taught about environmental sustainability from a young age. That's called recycling and land management to global warming. We are the generation most likely to consider sustainable factors when investing. Guess what? Mm -hmm. We get it. Our childhoods featured the end of the Vietnam War, the Watergate scandal, Three Mile Island meltdown, the Jonestown massacre, the Iranian hostage crisis. We waited in the backseat of our and, car. And if I, if I can clarify real, real, real so, quick, yes. all of those things he just read off, we dealt with that, and we lived through that. All of us, three of us, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, in elementary school. Yeah. 
Yep. And on as, top of that, as, we didn't as need- five to eight, as eight year olds, we dealt with all of that. Yep. And we didn't need a counselor to come in to check on nope. our fragile fucking feelings. Nope. Next kid I hear, they say they have PTSD from watching some shit on TV. I'm going to put a foot in their ass and give them ASSD. Motherfucker. Our teenage years saw the Challenger explosion. The Exxon Valdez water. We watched it in science class. In case anybody yep. didn't didn't under, doesn't understand that, they called us all in. They put it on TV, and we watched everybody fucking explode. And yep. no we counselors were, were anywhere. anywhere and then we held the rest of class. Yep. And also the fall of the Berlin Wall. Yes. As young adults, we were in the crosshairs of Operation Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. When 9-11 happened, we were most of the boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. We were many of the victims. We were the last generation to graduate from high school before the escalation of school shootings began and the first generation to send our children to school with the threat of that hanging over us as the norm. Trickle-down economics destroyed the middle class before we even had our legs underneath us. Yes. We are the first American generation who have not improved on our parents' financial situation because wages stagnated while inflation skyrocketed. We are the last generation to get an affordable college education. Yep. Generation X broke new ground in music. Kurt Cobain, Tupac, Tupac to beat name a few. Comedy, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Tina Fey, Jon Stewart. Innovation, Elon Musk, Larry Page. Athletics, Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant, the Williams sisters. We think different. Right. And where we would be without John Cusack, Julia Roberts, Robert Downey Jr., Christian Bale, Will Smith, Ryan Gosling, and a number of others that will most likely be the final generation of true Hollywood stars. And the children we have raised are groundbreakers. They're rejecting social stereotypes, patriarchal rule, systemic discrimination. (coughs) They get that race, gender, and even heterosexuality, I don't buy that one, but I'm going to read it as it's written, are social constructs. We raise them this way because we get it. And while you're making those jokes about do you want fries with that, we were quietly living up to the one of our anthems of our youth. Everybody wants to rule the world. And we did it quietly. Yes. You've never seen it, and you've never noticed it. We barely noticed it ourselves, but we're just being who we are. If you doubt any of what I'm saying here, just Google it and thank Generation X for inventing Google. And now we can unapologetically say, you're welcome. And if you don't know why, it's because you don't get it. You don't get it that was other than a few sentences like i sent to you i said i agree with 95 percent of that yeah that yeah spot pretty well- much spot on well written non-fucking tiktok meme like non-bullshit like it that it's beautifully written absolutely mm-hmm. and while there's certain things in there that i would pick out that go, okay that's bullshit but that's bullshit that that's just the way that that's my personal preference and right the, what, right 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 because we're all gen x I can say that, and neither of you are going to call me an ist or a phobe because of it. Right, and the person who wrote it would be like, all right, I get it. Yeah, and we'd have a conversation, not unlike right. the one we're having now. Right. And, the, and the, one of the things that I loved about this article was it brought up uh, the civil rights roots, the Jeffersons, all of that. We really were the first generation to see people as people and to accept all sorts of people. Well, yeah. even. It, yeah, you not just the not just the same people 
of your ethnic background in your community or religion or or job but or just lynch. people lynch black white look just people people go lynch go our generation were the first was the first generation on television for television where a man and wife slept in bed together mm-hmm. when like like you were saying it, it was reflective of more of real life than you know the the haha funny comedies and all the right. weird shit that was on tv um it's a it was a reflection of what what we saw um it and television shows from that from that era the wonder years Mm -hmm. uh 30 something uh all those shows that we watch as kids and then you know the action shows and all that other stuff i gotta look up the name because that that was was groundbreaking that that was groundbreaking tv and we saw a lot of things that that we had first in television okay you know? so when i hear some of these you know young kids generation y millennial whoever going nuts because look there's an interracial couple on this commercial and they're hugging and kissing and it's so groundbreaking i want i want to see herm's face i want him to come back before i i break this one out because you'll both remember it mm-hmm. so when these kids say oh i saw an interracial couple on a commercial and it's so groundbreaking, and it's so wonderful that we can get past this. Tom and Helen Willis on the Jeffersons Word. were the first interracial couple <clears throat> on television. Thank yep. you. Fuck you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yep. You're not yep. breaking ground. You you can break ground, and you perhaps will break ground. But it's not going to be making up pronouns, and it's not going to be taking away a billion years of mammalian history. You have to find your own way. We did. Now it's time for you to do it. Okay. Yes, and, and, and we they did it. No with, and we did it in an era where, unlike today, any sort of self-care wasn't really readily available. Um, I wanna, so I we, we said one more time because that that hit right. We 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 kind of had to figure out how to do it with our own methods of coping. Say it, we, had, we had no map. They have no map. We had a map. We spent most of our time growing up fixing holes and patches of the, uh, uh, fixing holes and repairing shit that our parents broke along the way. We were we, but we had the forethought and vision to see. All right, we made we know our our parents made this mistake. We're not going to. We that. saw well. We we, we, we saw had, we had warning signs. We saw we the. Had, we saw the holes they made in the drywall. Yeah. What we did was patch them. Yep. What we did was patch them and then not allow a lot of those holes to be made in our house. Right. And we we cherry picked the best parts of our parents <clears throat> and rejected the worst parts and then tried to bestow that into our children. Yep, and, and <clears throat> I just lost my train of thought. But no, that, sorry, bro. I'm sorry. It happens, especially when you're you know, old as fuck like me. Well, you are. Word, word. Um, Yo, not for real, for real. But everybody's like, "Oh, 50's not that old, bitch. 50's only young when you die at 50." <laughs> oh, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, I tell so people young. all the time. I feel, I feel young <clears throat> until I wake up in the morning. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And the fact that I have to take three a leave with my coffee at 6 a.m. 
just to be able to walk at nine is <laughs> oh and while we're on the subject of shit that we did first myself being i didn't find out till i was in my late 20s we were the first generation to have identifiable and real learning disability not that it yep. didn't happen before but it was identified and dealt with it, well, Before and, that, you, and were it, it, you, you were just lazy or, or not applying kid. yourself or you were just stupid and dumb. Put parked in the corner. We were the first kids. We were the first generation where a speech therapist or a writing therapist or some a type of person set. like that in a elementary school, therapist. right, was there to do, to help you. <laughs> You know what I mean? We and, and and it was the first generation where the somebody for me in elementary school it was Mrs. Krug. And Mrs. Krug would come and get a student here or there and take them when it was reading and time and this and they did their thing and came back. But yeah, we we were the first generation to um not apply the stigma to yo the kid just needs some help. And I mean kids right. are horrible and kids are rough so they're they're bad but we were the first generation where that became a normality within we the school to, system we knew how to help or we were gonna right and the and the parents weren't you. fighting it saying don't you say that about my kid he ain't stupid well i i, I can show you <laughs> we we ha have a problem that we can fix or we can work around one we were other. my we point were, i was trying to make earlier go is that our generation matured a hell of a lot faster than any generation behind us well, by the we, time we were 15, we were, we were adults at 14, 15 years old. We were doing adult things. Well, we thought we were going to die every day of our lives at eight, well, at, at eight with, the, with the Cold War. I mean, every well, fucking yeah, other week that, we thought we were going to fucking die. That, or, and that, was a, that was a worry. Or if you ever got into Herm's car on a Friday night, you thought you were going to die. That, that was always a possibility. And one other thing, never intentionally, up, just right, you know. Another thing, when we were in school, maybe two or three kids were on Ritalin, not the entire class. Yeah, right. A kid, a kid in our class, <clears throat> you saw, we saw the Challenger blow up. We saw the the hostage situation in Iran. You know, we saw some horrific shit. I watched Dr Bud driving Dwyer, around everywhere and with yellow ribbons on everything. I watched Bud Dwyer kill himself on television during a press conference, and at no point. Did I Man ever have shot? Some, did I ever say I have PTSD? Yeah. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, we literally watched him kill himself right there. A, batter, a battered woman can <clears throat> have PTSD. A soldier can have PTSD. A cop, a first responder. Let's just put first responder all on the table. Any one of the fantastic people that helped us in our time of need can have PTSD. A yeah, there's a lot of shit at, going on. No. A kid who got yelled at, you can go fuck off. A person who went through a traumatic experience in their life and has PTSD, I'll excuse that because he tragic event. You, sure, you don't know. You don't know what happened. It's not my, and I'm not going to ask. But it's not like right. your daddy yelled at you and not. <clears throat> PTSD. I, I corrected. I corrected my right. Son. You know oh, the, the, the oh, Men God. Menendez defense. Oh yeah. God, yeah, that's another thing we live. OJ Simpson, bitch. OJ Simpson. Yep, yep, yep. We, dude, you remember? You sat there. I laid on my bed. You sat in the chair. We watched that fucking shit on the TV like it was. When we should have been watching the fucking <clears throat> Knicks. Mm -hmm. I'm still pissed off about that. But, you know, like we watched all of that shit. Mm -hmm. 
It was just it just happened. Uh, we uh, we watched we watched Waco burn. Uh, I was gonna say Branch Davidian. We called the we called the radio station and requested. Yep. We didn't start the fire from the Branch Davidian compound. And the three of us coming from southeastern Connecticut, most of our lives also lived with a specter. Not that we were in danger, but friends of ours could have been in danger with a serial killer in the area that was killing teenage and young women. Yep. At a Michael at a Ross. ridiculous clip. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 at a nice at a nice nice healthy pace. Mm-hmm. At a medium pace. Um. So let's not, let's, not, let's not sugarcoat shit. And I'm not picking on the younger generation. There are things going on today that are scary as hell. The shooting being one of them. I don't care if you're, you know, yep. again, I've said, I don't care what your preference yep. is, but that didn't, if that didn't happen in a gay nightclub, it could have happened in a biker nightclub. Any nightclub. It, it, it could be any, any group, any and group to that paraphrase, uh, Eddie Murphy, would be disenfranchised by the locals. Club, yes, your club too. This can happen to you. And it's a very scary world we live in for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. But we had a lot of, mo- a lot more fears going on. And we survived, and we didn't we, cry. We were desensitized and we didn't call to it. Hate. Go ahead, Lynch. We we're, we're desensitized to it by the time by the time we got to our teenage years, fourteen to say eighteen, we had already seen shit. We like Mike said, Challenger blowing up, Ronald right, Reagan like, getting Ronald Reagan getting shot live on television twice, twice. The Pope, um, the, Pope the Pope getting smoked. And we we, we saw that. And we were like, ooh, that's tragic, but I'm okay. Right? That was our I'm gonna JFK. Go on, I'm going to go on with my day. You know, I, and I, for, the, for a generation such as ours that fought so hard to break, break barriers and censorship with, with stand-up comedy and, and, and television and movies, to, to, that the next couple – I don't get where disconnect is between from like the nineteen late nineteen sixties to the mid two thousand tens how we became so sensitive. Take well, Darlene's <laughs> comment. Take Darlene's comment and put it on the screen because I'm gonna disagree slightly with this. Uh, she says back in the late seventies, schools started becoming a society of wimps when they didn't want kids to fight back and defend themselves. Darlene, I don't know where you're from. Thank you for your comment. Much I worked with Darlene. She's 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 good solid people. But in she our area, that went up until the day we graduated high school, and then everybody shook hands. One of the people that bullied me the most is one of my best friends today. <laughs> Dude, and I, have, dude I haven't seen dude, him in a while, but dude, not for nothing. Him. But did you or? Did you and I, did we or did we not get into a fucking brawl in the middle of the fucking cafeteria when we were kids and fucking like, yeah. And like we were in, remember, we were in the fucking assistant principal's office. I had four teachers. Hold it was a bunch of shit. We know that now. And they looked at him and they looked at me and they're like, you guys are fighting. I'm like, I ain't scared of shit. Yeah, Maybe meanwhile, I was ready to kill him. Yeah, meanwhile, I was ready to kill him. And I had like six teachers holding me back. It, 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 it's all water the under garnish. the bridge. It, yeah. yeah, it's all water under the bridge. But We're the best of it's, friends now. It, I, feel, I feel like Darlene's very kind of close, 90% correct on that. Yeah, For okay, us, okay, it yeah. went a little bit longer than the 70s uh, where we grew up. It was a little bit, I guess, Legend was tougher. It was farm country. So, you know, we got into fights and that's just how it was. 
Um, but yeah, I I, I can take that a little bit. Drinking together on Friday night. I mean, I graduated. We, yeah, we I were graduated. we were the. Oh, okay, I'm gonna say this, and we were the first generation where it went from when I had a problem with you, I was fighting you, and that was it. And we were the first generation where now, when you showed up to a fight, you showed up with all your boys, and I had to fight them too. Yep. Yeah. We're tough. We're tough kids. Yeah. That's why. That's why we, <coughs> sir. Are you gonna die? <coughs> yes. Please don't die. Um, that's how we survived our fucking teenage years, man. Tough as nails. Right. We can handle shit. I mean, we're the last. We're the last generation that can do things for themselves. I don't want to shit completely on the new generation, whether it's millennials or it's millennials and it's millennials and what y and z right gen y gen z whoever you know it really doesn't fucking matter there are some and again i don't want to shit on the entire generation but you're right the majority of them wouldn't know how to shit in a bag if you gave them instructions yeah yeah and and shit in the bag ahead of time exactly yeah you know they don't know whether to wipe their ass or wind their watch they really don't and if you know and i give them i give kids a lot of credit starting at my daughter's age at 14 and moving on up if there's something she doesn't know how to do she's on google or youtube and she's watching and she's trying to learn and god bless her we had trial and error and i explained to her you are so blessed to have all this technology in front of you and the funniest thing there was uh i can't remember who it was uh hermit might have been your son what who said what What, what did he say math teachers in third grade you know, you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. And he's like, me today, excuse me, like to have a little talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the 80s, we were the first generation to have a watch with a calculator on it. And we were specifically told, you cannot use that. Then yep. why do they make these fucking things? Finish your point, Lynch. I don't even remember where I was going now. All right, Darlene has another comment. Thank you, Darlene. You're becoming one of my favorite watchers or listeners. Or whoever you are, it's Darlene. <coughs> are you going to bring that up sometime today? Or are we going to sit here picking our noses? Oh, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Uh, from Connecticut, my son got poked with a pencil from a kid behind him and finally had enough, and he got in trouble. We went to school and stuck up for him. That's cool. And yeah. That yeah. was the right thing yeah. to do. Absolutely. A caveat to that. I hope he turned around and punched that kid square in his fucking teeth. Yeah, you know. Because that's some, how we yeah. solved shit. Yeah. We both yeah. ended up in the... Herm and I in the cafe. You know, you fuck around, you find out. Exactly. Yeah. And Herm back then was six foot eight, nine hundred and twenty-one pounds. I was about five six, weighing all ninety-eight with a brick in my pocket. I wasn't going down. I'm like, motherfucker, come on. And we brawled. <laughs> we went. I didn't back down. I ain't scared. Of <clears throat> Maybe that's a problem. Maybe I need Ritalin. I don't know. <laughs> Do the Thorzine shuffle and find out. I don't want to look if if some of you out there are from the younger set and you're listening or watching this we're not shitting on you we we just want to let you know one thing and it's something that you've probably heard from your parents some of us are your parents whether Lynch knows it or not you don't know every fucking thing and when you don't know every fucking thing someone corrects you and you clap back I'm going to say it, and I know how much people hate it when I say this, not the gentleman on this show. Facts don't care about your fucking feelings. Mm-hmm. No. 
No matter how much you stare at it and how much you want it to be, the sky's not red. No matter how much you stare at that pot and you didn't turn on the turn on the burner, that water's not going to boil. Nope. Just because you think it doesn't make it so. You have the world at your fingertips in many, many ways. Hell, this technology that we're working with right now to bring you a show, we couldn't have done that back then. No way. No way, Absolutely dude. Absolutely not. We'd have to no pirate way. a radio station to... Okay, I'm sharing too much. This... Oh. This yeah. is some. This was some science fiction shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, back in the day, we watched Star Trek, and they had the thing, do do do. Scotty, beam me up. We're like, oh, that's cool, intergalactic. And guess, and guess what? We have. We got it. Beam up. Yeah. We got what it. Movie. Oh fuck! What movie was it? I was watching, and they were having like a teleconference, like a Zoom meeting. It was a science fiction movie, and I'm like, look at that! They had Zoom all the way back in 1981. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Darlene is coming in hot. He did whack him and fix the situation, but the damn teacher says to say something, handle it, and be done with it. There's a problem with that, Darlene, and whether or not he went through it, and I, I, I I'm glad he, he took the measures he did. You can say all you want nowadays. I, I had it happen with my daughter, where you know she's getting fucked with, and she goes and she tells somebody, and then there's like, like Herm said, there's three girls on top of my daughter going, oh little squealer huh you want to say shit huh she called me that night i'm like you have my full permission if they need to call me call me i want you to throw that elbow that i taught you not the fist you don't want to hurt your fingers because you play basketball throw that elbow right into their fucking face and knock the shit out of one of those girls the other two will fall back she didn't get suspended i mean she got an in-school suspension but whatever the fuck that's like whatever that's a timeout for kids that's not really a punishment. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, speaking of timeout, whoever invented that should be beaten like we were as children. We have a we have a generation now that is so disrespectful because again they think that we thought we knew everything, but once we got that ass whooping, we were brought back down to earth. Oh, I guess I don't That's know right. nothing. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about nothing. <clears throat> Every now and again, it's not abuse if you spank a child. It's abuse if you beat the shit out of the child and throw him down a flight of stairs. A spanking is not abuse. The kids hold all the cards. I grabbed my daughter by the arm one time. She's like, you do that again, I'm going to tell DCF. I'm like, here's my phone. Why don't you call him right now? Get on it. I ain't scared of shit. And I'm not, I'm, I'll be <clears throat> fucked if I let some child tell me how it's going to be. Uh-uh. Not on my they watch. They already mm-hmm. mm-hmm. them. But I have to blame partially our generation for handing them all. We hand them <clears> three aces, and there's an ace in the flop. They, right. Their hand is winning already. Yeah. Actually, two aces, and there's two. I'm, my Texas Hold'em is a little crusty right now. Among other things. They're, hold on. All right, not anymore. But, yeah, it's just. It can't crusty no more. I feel bad. Like, after, and uh, Herm knows this. Him, My nephew, Herm's son. Mm-hmm. Him and I go round and round and round, and ninety percent of the time, Travis is coming at you from his heart, and I get it, but he's not coming at you with facts. When he told Mike one time, "Well, you're just not progressive enough to understand," and this and that and the other thing, I'm like, "It has nothing to do with progressive. It has to do with this is a fact, and you just can't deal with it." Well, who the fuck do you think you are? Who who made you the uh, the the ruler of facts? I'm like nobody, but you can Google it in about five seconds to find out. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Say it again and again. They mm-hmm. don't care about your feelings. I'm not. The I'm feelings so tempted police. to buy that T-shirt, but the money goes to Shapiro. But I'm not giving Shapiro any of my money. If that was a Matt Walsh quote, I'd buy three in every. I'd buy three in every color. <laughs> That's my boy, Matt Walsh. You'd literally be the rainbow. <laughs> I would be the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Oh. And if and if I can make one last comment, and I'll throw it to you guys, stop it with making pronouns up. There are it's there's he, stop. him, she, her, mm-hmm. and they, them. And that's for plural or the unidentified. There's no Ziza or Princess Turtle or you know, demon self or any of that fucking shit. Knock it off. Oh, I can't. I can't with these people. It's bad. What do you mean, these people? <clears throat> That's yeah. A, yeah, I'm gonna get hate mail. Oh, and send it to Junction Dysfunction Show at gmail.com. There you and send go. Send me your hate. Yeah. Oh. Good times. The Good world times. does need an enema, Herm. It does. Oh, what do you got, it- Lynch? Um, other than the football, oh, I was watching CBS no, Sunday. Shut up. I was watching CBS Sunday morning yesterday, and Linda Rodstad, uh was having a piece on her. On her, I didn't realize this, but in the mid two thousand, she she got this. Oh, it's a disease mm-hmm. that prevents you from being able to sing. Yeah, I heard about it's that. Progressive supranuclear palsy. Uh, she mm-hmm. noticed, wow! She noticed. She noticed in the mid 2000s that her voice was kind of not as strong as it used to be. And by the time um, the mid 2010s came around, she couldn't sing anymore. It was very. It just. It made me sad because she she was such a great singer mm-hmm. in her day. Mm-hmm. I, my dad loved Linda, Linda Rodstad. Oh my god, <clears throat> it a passion, and it, and it also affects kind of how she speaks. So she's not like the bubbly person you remember. She it's very like staccato. It was just heartbreaking. Wasn't she like ninety? Uh, seventy six. Seventy six. You're absolutely right. Yeah. All right. Seventy six. Generation. I use the Google machine. I just I find facts with this. Look at that. I find porn. Oh, very nice. Oh, that sounds yeah. nice. Oh, that's nice. And, and look, there there didn't used to be a whole lot of you know me and. Linda Rodstadt music. You hear it everywhere when I was a kid, and then it became like elevator music mm-hmm. in the grocery. And I think Herm will tell you, I think I was with Herm in a grocery store, and Blue Bayou came on, and I was <laughs> singing at the top of my lungs the chorus line to Blue Bayou. Good shit. Yeah, and as you get to the next aisle, the people are just kind of like looking at you like, you the motherfucker that was singing Blue Bayou? Yeah, that was I am. I took my hat I off, know. I collected tips. I didn't know this grocery store came with a show. <laughs> Come back for the eight o'clock show. There'll be steak in the back of my belt line. Nice. <laughs> Where, where's the tip jar at? <laughs> I could show you the tip, but not Is the that, jar. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's for later. Right. Yeah, that yeah. sucks about Linda Ronstadt. Boy, that woman could sing. Very mm-hmm. much so. Had pipes. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite yeah. kind of music, and you know I can say that about a lot of different songbirds, if you will. But mm-hmm. you have to, you have to admit and, and respect that. God damn, they were good. Oh God, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. not like Reba McIntyre. 
but damn, that woman can sing. Oh, thank yes, you she can. The other singers, are very much so. Carly Simon, ooh, uh, Anne Reddy. Uh, you mean Anne Murray? Anne Murray and Helen Reddy. Helen I was Reddy. gonna say Helen Reddy. They had a baby. Um, <laughs> again, not your type of music, it's, but it's 2022, shit. they can do what they want. Shit, they could really sing. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even with the raspy voice, you were you could be enthralled by the voice of a Janis Joplin. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of my favorite people to listen to that maybe doesn't fit into these categories. You got to go way back, Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, she. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good call. And her tag team partner, because I'm making them a tag team now, Billie Holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amazing. That's a good pairing. Mm-hmm. And look, and mm -hmm. Herm and I, you know, before we went hot, we were just talking about the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Herm made the point that he's glad hip-hop is going in. And we had that discussion before that they all kind of blend together. Popular music is popular music. Yep. I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a bad name. The Music, the music Hall, hall of, fame, of Fame, the the Popular Music Hall of Fame, whatever you want to call it, because any building that can have Kiss, Judas Priest, Dolly Parton, N.W.A. and Eminem, um, Michael Jackson, all in the same building, that's popular music. Mm -hmm. Yep. And as much as the you know the they, the rock and roll side of these people want to say, well, it's rock and roll, and uh, these people don't belong in. Why isn't Motorhead in there? Let me let me break down some real facts for you. Once again, facts. Motorhead, as much as I love them, are not as popular as you think. No. And they chances are will never be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. They will be in the Heavy Metal Hall of Fame, which there is one, not a physical building, but there is a well, much like the WWE Hall of Fame doesn't have a physical building. They do recognize the heavy metal right. from right. past past and present. Yeah, Motorhead, Motorhead's going to go in there, much like Pantera's going to go in there. Pantera had number one albums. Do I think they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No, it doesn't fit into that window mm -mm. of you can play an Eminem record and a Kiss record and a Michael Jackson record and a Dolly Parton record in a row, and somehow it makes sense. You throw Pantera, you throw Pantera, in, Pantera there, in there. No. Just doesn't fit. But yeah. Judas Priest can. Because they had, they were their popularity ex went for fifty years. They're still touring, and they had songs mm -hmm. that everybody knows, be it from movies, you know, listening to it on the radio, MTV, you know, name somebody on this earth who doesn't know you've got another thing coming. Right. There you go. You hear the or break or breaking the law. Break yeah, it. There you the go. Law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Johnny B. Good when they did yeah. the uh, music for but, Back to the Future. Yep. Mm -hmm. But then they end up using the Chuck Berry version. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, um, is that kind of like Jelly Roll? Who knew he could sound country? Ooh, good one. Darlene, you're coming in hot. Oh, that's my spirit hot. animal this week. Darlene. 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 Oh, that's it. All right. You guys want to hear a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame joke before we close out? Yep. Okay. My buddy Joe is fat. Like, really fat. And I suggested he go on the Dolly Parton diet. Six months later, he says, Chris, that that diet is great. It really made Jolene. 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 Oh, my Jesus. You're canceled. Oh. 
Thank God, because I got to go home. <laughs> Look at her. He can't even lift his head up. I, I, I can't even. I can't even. Wow, even Disturbed is angry with me. There's the drums telling me it's time to go. I can't even. Next week, I've got 20 of the best of red from a Ooh. place called Am I the Asshole? And there, there's going to be enough. We're all going to have one. We're all going to mute our microphones after I say, Herm, this one's yours. Am I the asshole? Mike's muted. You go to town. You tell them why they are and aren't the asshole. All right. The rules are going to apply to everybody. The first one, Herm, to break the rules, Herm, is banned from the show. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Say goodbye, Lynch. Goodbye, Lynch. Remember, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook Live, Instagram. Anywhere you steal your podcast from. Anywhere you want to watch us. Monday night. Please, please, please watch us live. We want to get we want to get the YouTube thing up and running. Rolling. So catch us next week. We're going to have some assholes about it. That's right. Next week, am I the asshole? We will find out. Talk to you all later. Absolutely. Peace. Who sleeps soundly in your bed tonight?